Today, I want to talk to you about something that is simple, but not very easy. Something that if you're able to do, your life will have so much more peace in it. Your life will become so much easier. And that something is forgiveness. Because people hurt us and we've hurt people. And the best path is always forgiveness. And that's what we'll be talking about in today's episode. Assalamu alaikum and welcome to the Resilient Muslima podcast. Join me, Mariam Aslam, as we explore practical ways to merge personal development, the science of the mind, and Islamic principles to become our most resilient and confident selves. Now, let's get started with today's episode. We've all been hurt in some way or another. Some of us have been abused, whether that be emotionally, verbally, or even physically. Some of us have had our trust broken. Some of us have been abandoned. And some of us have been let down, while some of us have been cheated on. There are many, many ways that we've been hurt, and we've also hurt people in so many ways. And so before we can talk about forgiveness, we first have to understand why people hurt each other. So during my life coaching training, I came across many interesting concepts, and one of them was unconditional love. And I had heard of unconditional love before, but never in the way that I learned it through life coaching. I initially thought that unconditional love is when you love someone no matter what. And usually I thought that person, that someone included people who are close to you, like that, whether that be your parents or your siblings or your spouse or your, um, your kids. I thought it was just people close to you. And the best example I could think of for unconditional love was a mother's love for her child. No matter what the child did, the mother loved the child. It was unconditional love. And so that's kind of where I was coming from when I thought of unconditional love. I had never thought of unconditional love for everyone. I always thought, no, when you love someone other than your close people, there's usually something involved, like some kind of conditions involved. And honestly, even with your spouse, let's say you marry someone. And as a Muslim, as a Muslim woman, you marry a Muslim man who prays five times. Okay. And while you guys were courting, while you guys were getting to know each other, he prayed five times a day. And then you got married, he was still praying five times a day. And then all of a sudden, he's like, you know what? I'm not going to pray five times a day. I'm actually not going to pray at all. And I'm actually reconsidering Islam. I don't know if I even want to be Muslim. Then that all that love that you had for your spouse, honestly, at that point, you're just like, I don't know if I love you anymore. I don't know if I can love you anymore. So basically that marriage ends then because the guy no longer prays, he no longer wants to be Muslim. So that love, that marriage has now ended. And so from when I was thinking of from that angle, I'm like, okay, so there is unconditional love and then there's also conditional love. And my mind was blown when I was taught that, no, you have unconditional love for everyone. And so when when the instructor said that, I was like, I had never thought of it like that. And then when the instructor said that we were actually able to love someone who has killed people, I was immediately confused. And then I even got more confused and kind of angry as well when she's talked about loving someone like Hitler or someone who killed a family member. I was no, I was like I was like no, that's impossible. How could you love someone who has committed such terrible acts? And if someone has killed a family member of mine, there's no way I will have love in my heart for them. When the instructor was talking about that, I was very confused and a little bit angry. I was like, this makes no sense. And then the instructor went on to explain how at the core of every human being, there is an innocent person. We all started out as innocent babies with absolutely no evil in us. And no baby was born evil, right? No human started out as a bad person. 
every single baby. When you see a baby, a newborn baby, all you can see is how innocent the baby is, how the baby hasn't done anything, how the baby hasn't experienced life. There's, they're just so pure. And so the way I like to now explain it is that think of every person to have a core inside of them. This core is the soul. So we all have pure souls when we enter the world. And as we go through life, the core starts to be covered with layers of circumstances, thoughts, and emotions. And as we have more and more layers, our core starts to be covered and we start to become more like the layers. Now, how we behave starts to depend on the layers. And so if the layers are difficult life experiences and negative upbringing and influences, then that is how we actually start to behave. And the more and more layers we have, the further and further we are from our core. And so if the layers are very different than the core, then we start to lose the core completely. And the result of this is that we actually lose ourselves. And so that's how I like to explain it is that, you know, we all have that. We all have that pure soul as the core. And now we just have all these layers and these layers are what is causing us to behave the way we are behaving. And anyone who actually hurts someone is lost. They are lost themselves. They are so far from their core that they are completely lost. They're aware of the things that they're doing to hurt you, but they're unaware of how lost they are and why they are doing what they are doing. And when people do things to hurt others, they are actually innately hurting themselves. For example, if someone cheats on their spouse, then that person will have to live with being a cheater for the rest of their lives. And if, for example, if someone abandons you for no reason, then they will have to live with that for the rest of their lives. Whatever you do, whatever hurt you cause someone, you actually hurt yourself first. You're causing yourself that because that is an identity that you are now having to live with. And if you're going to do that, if you're going to cheat on one person, then we all, we all know that it's very common for that person to cheat again because it becomes their identity. And so people's hurtful actions towards others can actually be traced back to their own internal conflicts and a misguided search for peace. Everyone is just looking for peace. And so from a psychological standpoint, this behavior that this type of hurt that they're doing can actually be viewed through the lens of learned coping mechanisms and the brain's fundamental drive for survival, right? I've talked a lot about that on, on this podcast so far is that the brain's main job is to keep you alive, is to help you survive. And so neurobiological research suggests that individuals exposed to difficult experiences such as abuse during their early years may develop unhealthy patterns of behavior and these patterns originally formed as survival strategies can actually manifest as harming others and echoing the trauma they themselves experience and then this becomes a cycle and then this cycle of behavior it's often just unconscious it's an unconscious attempt of the individual to start to regain control and stability of their own lives and it's them looking for peace in a familiar manner they think that this is how you find peace because this is what they're used to this is what they're familiar with they don't realize that this is actually harmful and it's incorrect and this is not how they're ever actually going to find peace so at the very core it's important to remember that no one is evil everyone has an innocent child within them a pure soul it's the layers of circumstances thoughts and emotions that are actually causing them to do the things that they are doing
And so after I understood it like this, I could actually find a way to have unconditional love for everyone, no matter who the person is. But the most important thing about unconditional love is that it comes with boundaries. Now, this is where I didn't understand it. When I first heard of unconditional love, this is why it didn't make sense to me, because I was like, there is no way that I could love someone who killed a family member or is some sort of oppressor. I was like, there's no way that I could love someone like that. But when I understood that there are boundaries included, then it made sense to me. We can love everyone for the child that is within them, but that doesn't mean if someone abandons us or cheats us or is physically abusive towards us that we go running to them or that we let them continue what they are doing to hurt us. It just means that we can forgive them because we understand why they did what they did and we can separate ourselves from that it means that when we see an oppressor oppressing innocent people we can forgive the child that is within them but we still make dua to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring justice we still take actions to stop the oppression unconditional love does not mean to condemn evil acts all it means is that the person committing the evil act is doing it because they in their own way think that they will somehow achieve peace by doing whatever they're doing and, it, and the reason why forgiveness is, is so beneficial is because of the fact that resentment causes us so much more harm than it does the other person. The other person has to live with what they did. They have to live with the identity of an abuser or cheater. They already have their own way of hurting, right? They, only, they already have their own reason to hurt. And so if we hold resentment in our heart, then we're only hurting ourselves. We're not hurting the other person. We're just adding more and more layers of resentment on top of our core which will cause us to even become further and further from our innocent selves. And so the question then becomes, how do we forgive someone who's hurt us deeply? You have to view them for their core. You have to view them as the innocent child who entered this world, pure, with no intention of evil, and then life happened to them, and they made bad decisions. When you can start to view everyone as a person who is hurt and is just looking for peace, then forgiveness will start to come much more easily. When you try to understand where the other person is coming from, why they're doing what they're doing, then you'll be able to attain more peace. Because if someone hurts you unjustly, know that they are doing it because of something about themselves. It has nothing to do with you. So if a man cheats on you, remember that it was not because of you. It was because of themselves. You can never ever make someone do anything. So if they did something that hurt you, they did it because of themselves. They did not find what they were looking for with you and that is on them. They didn't do the work. They didn't work on themselves. And they didn't learn how to be a better human. And so remember that whatever they did is because of how they thought they would achieve peace. They did it because maybe that was the only way they thought they could achieve peace. And so the first step is to not blame yourself for anyone's actions. And then second, it's to try to remove the blame even from the other person. And I know that's so difficult, especially when someone has caused you so much pain. That's why in the beginning of this, of this episode, I said what I want to talk to you about is something that is simple but not easy. It's simple because you can see each person as someone who is deeply lost, not fully grasping the impact of their actions. And I don't mean that I am excusing them for their behaviors. It's just they're so lost that they don't even, they're not aware of how lost they are. They're not, they're aware of their actions. They're aware of the fact that they are hurting you, but they're just not aware of where it's coming from and how lost they actually are. Everyone just wants peace. No one at their core actually wants to hurt anybody. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, in Surah Al-Baqarah, Ayah 263, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قول معروف ومغفرة خير من صدقة يتبعها أذى 
Wallahu ghaniyun halim. Kind words and forgiveness are better than charity, followed by injury. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is self-sufficient, most forbearing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us that after injury, after we are hurt, forgiveness is better than sadaqah. It is actually better than charity. This just shows how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves forgiveness. Allah loves those who forgive and then Allah also loves to forgive. Allah loves to forgive so much. And so when we forgive others, not only are we saving ourselves from resentment, which actually causes us so much more harm, but we also get so much hasanat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I remember reading a story of a Muslim father in, in Kentucky. This happened, I think, back in 2017. And this Muslim father... He hugged the man who was sentenced to 31 years in prison for playing a part in the murder of his son. Imagine that. He forgave him and he said to him, I'm angry at the devil who's misguiding you and misleading you to do such a horrible crime. This Muslim father, he was able to forgive a man who was involved in the killing of his son, of his young son. And this story actually made me realize that on top of all of the layers that I was talking about before, all of the experiences that have shaped us into who we are, we also have shaitan who plays a massive role in how we treat others and ourselves. And shaitan is actively trying to misguide us and make us take the wrong actions. And so when someone hurts us or hurts someone, it's important to remember that at their core, the person is pure and innocent and that whatever they're doing is because they think they will achieve some sort of peace from it. And also that shaitan is also misguiding them and that the person is not able to push shaitan away they just have not been able to they haven't learned how to you know we know that just by reading a'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajim we are pushing shaitan away but there are people out there who do not practice this they don't know about this or they just choose to not practice it and so once we start to view everyone as lost and just looking for peace we can empathize with them because we are the same we also hurt people. We also get influenced by the layers we have. We also get misguided by shaitan. And it's so much easier to understand others once we start to change our own perception. And we start coming from an angle of forgiveness rather than hurt. And by viewing everyone as people, just searching for peace in their own way, whether it be twisted, we are able to humanize people. And when you humanize people, you start to be hurt less and less by people. You start to forgive more. You start to see where people are coming from. And what other people do to hurt you, you're less impacted by it. You're less likely to have hate and resentment in your heart for them because you've humanized them now. You have empathized with them. You understand that no matter how cruel somebody is, at the end of the day, they're just an insan. They're just looking for peace. And I'm telling you, when I started to implement this in my life... My life changed. I have so much more peace in my heart now. I can empathize with people on a human level. I can, when someone is about to hurt me or someone has hurt me, I can look at them and be like, they are just a soul that has been hurt. They have went through so much pain. They have been through so many circumstances that I don't even know about. I don't know how their childhood was. I don't know what kind of love they re received. Or maybe this person is so hurt inside because they never received any type of love. And that's why they don't know how to love people. That's why they keep hurting people. When you humanize, I'm telling you, it makes a world of a difference. And it just, inside, I just feel so much more content. I just feel so much more peace. Just not hating anyone, not blaming anyone. It just makes life so much more simpler. And I truly believe that it is everyone's responsibility to work on themselves. You have to be able to understand the layers that are covering your core. 
What did you go through in your childhood? How do you find peace? Are you hurting anyone in your pursuit of peace? Have you hurt anyone that you never went back to and asked for forgiveness from? And what identity are you living with? These are all questions that I feel like it is our responsibility to answer them for ourselves. And self-discovery, it's a long process, but it is critical to understanding yourself. You need to be able to forgive yourself and also forgive everyone around you. And that's why I think this work of personal development is critical and everyone needs to go through it so that they themselves can become better people, so that they can find peace through healthy ways and they can stop hurting not only themselves but also other people and i know everything we talked about in this episode sounds simple but it's difficult i understand that it's still a journey i am going through i'm not saying that when someone hurts me automatically to click for me i can forgive them no it's a process i have to humanize them i have to understand where they're coming from i have to understand that at the, at the end of the day that this is just an insan looking for peace in their own way then I can come to forgive them. It's a process and it's something that needs to be learned. But again, it is possible and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves when we forgive and he is the most forgiving and so we make dua that when we forgive, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives us for all the hurt that we have caused, for all the sins that we have committed. And with that, I'd like to suggest a small activity that you could do right now. So think back to a time when someone hurt you. And think of that person. Think of the person that hurt you. And now tell yourself that this person hurt you because they themselves have been hurt. And they believe that causing you pain would somehow ease their pain and somehow cause them to find peace. Do you feel the burden being lifted a little bit? Do you feel the weight on your chest a little bit lighter? And do you feel a sense of relief to just let go to just let go of the blame, to just think of the other person as a person who just hurt you because they themselves are so deeply hurt and it had nothing to do with you. They just wanted peace and they thought hurting you would cause them peace. I really hope that this exercise helped a little bit and I know this It sounds simple to forgive but it is very, very difficult. And I'm not saying it is easy in any way. It is a it is a learned process. And I make God that all of us are able to learn this and we're able to implement this, myself included, because when I record these episodes, it's more of a reminder for myself first and foremost. And then it's a reminder for other people. And I make God that I am able to implement this and that everyone else is also implement is able to implement whatever is beneficial for them. That's all I have for you today. I really hope that this episode was helpful. And if you enjoyed it, please, inshallah, share it with somebody and give me a review. I'd love to read it. And if you want to talk to me directly, you can always DM me on my Instagram. My username is Official. I'd love to hear from you. And with that, I'll end the way I always end. Make sure to make da'a for someone today that you love. And may Allah grant you all afiyah. Barakallahu feekum. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.